Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hello, dear listener. Thank you to Sarah for that. She's absolutely fab. And and uh, that that bit, if you missed the bit with Gatford, thank you, Gatford, uh, for being so honest. Uh, and that will go in the podcast. This is the Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee. Catherine is seeing our guest off the premises. We have a work in with us. Who are you? Uh, uh, could we have this microphone on, please? Who are you, boy? Uh, Dylan Angel. Thank you very much indeed. Now say it with confidence. Dylan Angel. Now, but now get closer to the microphone. Dylan Angel. Not that close. <laughs> you were just telling me. I'm just going to move your mic a little bit, so it's because they're they're. Yeah. Although they look slick, they're not. I've got better microphones. Aren't so just tell me. You you said you had some kind of bet with your mum or something. Yeah. So she keeps on coming up with phrases and sayings that just doesn't make. So you've got to get a phrase on the air. So yeah, I made up my own phrase and I'm trying to make it. Come a, a little thing. bit closer. Come, you got come this close. I'm trying to, I've made up my own phrase. Yeah. Right. And I'm trying to. It's it's not a very good phrase, but. They, they didn't think I could get you to say it in, like, a conversation. Just tell me to say it and I'll say it. Does yeah. that count or is that cheating? Well, I mean... Is it rude? No, 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 no. No, it's like um, a metaphor for if something's pointless. Or it's, it's, I made it up in, like, two seconds. Yeah. But it's a metaphor for whether something's, like, pointless or not. Yeah. And it's um, <laughs> it's really bad, but it's like saying... It's saying... Um, it's a bit like trying to pull the stalk off an apple, which doesn't make any sense, but I'm trying to... I keep on using I'm it. I'm not in. saying it's like trying to pull a stalk off an apple. <laughs> no. I, I refuse oh. to say that. Now, listen, you're a young man. We don't yeah. need to know how young you are, but you were smirking when the, the three old people in the studio were trying to work out what TikTok <laughs> was. I don't get it, man. I do not get it. We downloaded it on, on the show once, and I deleted it after five minutes because it looked rubbish. What is it? Uh... So it is a tiny bit like if Vine and Musically had a baby. Yeah, Musically. Musically is a, uh, that's it was an app where people would like lip sync to songs. Okay. But um, it's they actually do like dances to the songs. But then a lot of TikTok is dark humor and you know. Don't like dark humor. No, it's, yeah, but a lot humor. of that is dark humor because that's what like you know millennials and younger people are into. But. It's not. It's not all like dancing, lip syncing. You know. It's... But is there a thing about where? Because we, I'm sure we looked at it and someone had made a video, but then just everyone was copying that video. Well, yeah. So what you can do is, and it's like to get followers or whatever. If someone makes a video and it goes popular, you can use the audio from that video, oh. or you can duet that video, which is where you have that video on the left, yeah. and then you will be on the right. And people do that, you know, for funny, because there was a trend called the Zoom trend that went out. God, I hate trends. Yeah, it was, it was a song. And um, at the end of the song, it goes, Zoom, like that. Yeah, and then the person sitting down, like, you wouldn't see the end of their legs, and they'd have someone pull their legs. Okay. Um, so they just, like, zoom out of the camera, but then on the left, someone would duet it and have them falling into, like, a hole. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, you what? know, it's just, like, comedy through that. What's the next... 
what's the next big thing, Dylan? Because I want to get in there early. I want to get loads of followers. I want to get money. I want to make money out of it. What is the next big thing that us old people don't know about yet? Uh, uh dancing on TikTok's quite big at the moment. I don't want to do dancing on well, TikTok. Well, that's what's popular. Yeah, you no, know? that's what's popular now. <laughs> what? Listen to the question, boy. What is the next big thing? Not what is the now. I know what's now. It's my space. TikTok. What is the next big thing? It's hard to say. These trends just blow up and they, they come up and then they go just like fidget spinners, you know? Remember <laughs> <laughs> fidget spinners? You were well into fidget spinners. Yeah, everyone was. Um, all right, Dylan's going to be helping us out all this week. Um, so if you've got... Here's the thing. Catherine and I are both very, very old. But if you now have any specific questions about young people's trends, you can call us and we, Dylan can answer. Is that is that... Yeah, we'll make you a youth school. correspondent for the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, because he's a work experience and we've got to find something. You know, this is the easiest show to work on, so we need to find something for him to do. 0344 499 1000. By the way, you can call us about anything. I was saying this is always the weird thing. After we've had a guest, um, and Sarah was so great, after we've had a guest, it's always difficult to kind of get people um, to call in. And I don't quite know where to go with it. So we sort of just have to... wait. Oh, I tell you what, as a young person, yeah. I was asking my boys about You've met my boys, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As a young person, um, and I was talking to them about this at the weekend, uh, are you afraid of coronavirus or are you not that bothered? Uh, like I said, the whole dark humour is quite popular for younger yeah. generation, which of course I'm a part of. And, you know, everyone was joking about that, whatever, being racist, whatever about it. But now it's actually you know, becoming quite a big threat. Yeah. You know, there's all these cases of it out, you know, outbreaking. And but are you personally, are you scared? Uh, or are you just like, oh, it's, it's not going to affect me? I think I'm somewhere, you know, in between. Because at the moment, I'm not too fussed by it. But I think that I can be quite easily, you know, if more cases, more stories come yeah. out about it. Because it is quite, quite a big thing. You know? I'm starting to get, not worried. Oh, worried. But concerned. And I'll tell you why. I took my kids, who are 8 and 10, we went to Oxford at the weekend, and we had a great time. We went to the, the Natural History Museum in Oxford, which is lovely, really small. Yeah. Then there's a weird museum on the back of it that's attached to it. And it's like they've crammed as much tat into as many shelves as possible. And it's just stuff everywhere, and it's really dark. And they had, it was good because they had an actual mummy, a proper mummy, and they had shrunken heads, which was cool, and it scared the kids. But we did that, and then we went to this restaurant called Cosmo, which is great, right? it's really nice. It's all-you-can-eat buffet, and it's food from all around the world, and it's great. The food was great. Sometimes in these type of places, it's a bit, but it was great. Yeah. And uh, much better than we went to the beef eater at the weekend. My God, me and the two boys, right, we had a meal each, and we shared a dessert, and we had three drinks. 72 quid? 72 quid at a beef eater? Anyway, I digress. So we went to this place, Cosmo, and um, and it was it was really nice, and the, the staff there were lovely, and the food was great, and they had a chocolate fountain, and my kids had never seen a chocolate fountain. And um, But, and I have to confess this, I said to the kids when we go around, right, let me, let me, I'm going to describe what my eldest son had. I took a picture of it, right? This was his first plate. Um, hang on, let me describe this, because it is... Right, this is what I can see on his plate, okay? One of those duck wraps that you get in Chinese places. Oh, yeah. Um, bacon, sausage, fried egg, hash brown. On top of the hash brown is sushi, 
doesn't even make sense. No. Boiled fish. Um, I don't know what that is. That looks like a spring roll or something. And fries. That's an insane meal, right? That's an insane meal. But they were going around and I kept saying, Dean, I'll be with you in a second. I kept saying, use the tongs. Use the t and every time I turned around, they're picking stuff up with their fingers. And I kept going, "Put don't use your fingers. Now, I'm a responsible adult. And I was telling my kids off. But you just know, this was coronavirus ground zero. You just know that there would be families who, where the parents would be picking stuff up with their fingers. Picking stuff up, putting it back down. I, I feel that I may have put myself at, at great risk by yeah, going yeah. to such a place. Boilie's back. Hey, Boilie. Have you got some water? I'm yeah. so thirsty, man. During the next news, I think we're going to show Dylan how and where to make drinks. That's a good idea. I think that's the plan. Isn't Sarah Barron love great? Her. I love her. She's so good. And we do say to some people, you can come in whenever you like. And it's not a thing. It's not a line. This is the problem. Um, showbiz promises. Oh, this, this so business is full of scumbags. So many other people, when they say any time, they mean within, you know. Genuinely mean it. Within limits. No, we, we actually mean tomorrow, if you want. If we say it. We mean it. That's the thing. But, of course, people do think that show business, that everyone is so insincere, which a lot of people are. Um, but I think that we... Yeah. We have uh, I think she's great. And, and she's, you know, she's low maintenance. She'd get her in and she's fun. I was saying to Dylan, she's, she's just a, a perfect guest because she's funny and clever and sharp. And you and me can sit back and shut up. And when she said, oh, I hope I'm not taking over the show. No, I'm enjoying this show that is happening in front of my eyes. Mm -hmm. That call with Gatford was incredible. He's been calling me 15, 16 years, right? And I like Gatford a lot. And we joke about him being boring and stuff. Sometimes his calls are a little dry, let's be honest, okay? But he's been calling me for a long time, and I, 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 and I can say this. I, I respect his loyalty to my shtick. And, you know, people that have been listening to me for years, I have no idea why, And um, I, I, but I'm so grateful that people do. I'm so grateful that pe you know, people like Gatford have been listening for 15 odd years. That's wonderful. That makes me feel very special. I never got any of that stuff out of him. Because, partly because I would never con her, her directness Partly because she's American, maybe. Partly because she's a stand-up, maybe. Partly because she doesn't have the relationship with the long-term listeners and callers that we have, almost definitely. Also, it, this isn't her gig. Also, so she can... he, he rang up and invited yeah. her to do so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... She got so much out of Gatford. It was incredible. Incredible. This is the place we're working at. We're getting loads of tweets defending Stephen Yaxley Lennon. <laughs> So many, so many tweets. No, thank you. No, thank you. Not, not, not on my watch. Not on my watch. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, it's Jackie. Hello, Jackie. You're live on Talk Radio. How can we be of service to oh, you? Fantastic. Listen, about the coronavirus. Have you seen, I don't know if you've seen on Facebook, people are sharing a post. Do you know the author, Dean Coots? We talked about this last week. He predicted it in his book in 1981. He, d he did indeed. Yeah. I was reading it before and I went, he said about the scientists, it was made as a weapon in a lab. Yeah. And then there was another post somewhere else that said this virus will become known in 2020. Yeah. Well, this is my thinking, Jackie, because a lot of people have been saying, oh, well, Coots has predicted this. No, no, no. This is my... This is my theory, and so just let me know what you think about this. I've been thinking about this a lot of the mm -hmm. weekend. 
Koontz hasn't sold as many books as he used to sell. So what can he do mm. to get people who would not normally talk about his books talking about his books? He can go back to a book from 40 years ago, find mm. something and make it come true. I think Dean Koontz might be behind, and this isn't libelous to say it, because it, I have evidence, I think Dean Koontz is behind the coronavirus. He's made it as, a, well, a literal viral marketing campaign to sell his stodgy old books. Yeah, very interesting. I mean, because mm. he used to be as popular as Stephen King. It's not anymore, is he? But yet now suddenly we're all talking well, about no, him. Cause, no, because yeah, because we haven't really, no. he hasn't really brought anything to the, you know, to the future yeah. of, of writing his books. But I read it and I went, mm. oh my god, yeah, I can't yeah. believe that. It has to be, it has to but be him behind it, behind it. Mm, Thank you, well. Jackie. It's a, it's a really interesting contribution that you make there. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. Let's go to Dean. Good evening, Dean. How are you both? And, uh, and welcome to Dylan. Hello. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate! <laughs> yes, Dean. Um, I just wanted to share a, a story with you that um, happened on Saturday in Oxford. Um, I was in Oxford I on Saturday. I was in Oxford well. on Saturday. Yeah, um, I, uh, my partner and I went shopping on Saturday, which is not unusual, but we had lunch in Browns, um, and then uh, he wanted to go to one shop and I wanted to go to another, and we said we'll meet back at the car at three o'clock. Well, I got back to the car at three o'clock and it was gone. What had gone? The car. What do you mean? Uh, it's gone. And I thought, oh my God, somebody's pinched the car. Yeah. That's what I thought. So I waited and waited, and my partner didn't turn up, and I thought, what the heck's he done, you know? Yeah. I phoned him, and he said, oh, I'm at home. What? I said, what? <laughs> he said, oh, my God, you're in Oxford. I said, yes. And but the, the, so it was quite funny. He, he did come back and get me, but um, I was outside a coffee bar, and I was... It was pretty cold in that, you know. It was cold in Oxford. On it was freezing, yeah, in fact. And a little bit of rain now and again, wasn't there? Anyway, I was sat there and I was thinking, oh, freezing. And I couldn't get into this coffee bar because there was a step. You anyway, don't do uh, this uh, young lady came out and said, are you cold? I said, yeah, I'm freezing. Yeah. But I can't get into the coffee, even, you know. And next thing I know, four people walked out of the, um, the, the coffee in shop. Protest. Lift me up in my wheelchair. What? I carried me into the coffee shop. Oh. Well, hang on, Catherine. Before you do the, oh, aren't people? Did they ask permission? Maybe you didn't want they to go said, in was, there. Was, was, they, did, they did. They said they was, didn't was, let you out though. They said, right, you're up here now. Get out on your own steam, <laughs> wheelie. Yeah. <laughs> they said, as long as you don't wheel around and knock all the furniture over, you yes. know. Yes. No, but I thought that was incredibly um, nice, you know. Most people are nice. That's the thing you've got to remember. Most people are Just nice. I wanted to share that with you. Cause Dean? He... Meanwhile, your partner, driving off yeah. without you, what was that all about? Scumbag. Well, he was, he, he was thinking about my granddaughter. He had to pick her up at uh, four o'clock from a, a space school. Forget it. He's... And he's just... Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on, hang on, Dean. What the hell just happened there? I thought... I, it suddenly got very dark in here, and I thought, oh, that's a cloud going over the sun. Then I remembered it's 20 past 11, and we're indoors, and we are not exposed to the sun or the moon. Paranormal what? activity. Exactly. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000. We have the usual drought of calls that we get after an excellent guest. I think people feel that they have to live up to the guest. No, 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 no. That's the guest's job is to come in and entertain us for an hour. Your job is just to call in uh, and... Oh, God. It's this, this, this radio station is a real... Um, mishmash of politics and ideologies. And I get to see the tweets to the radio station. Now, okay, so there's, there's, a, there's a story about... Um, okay, so there's a guy that we blocked a while ago, um, Big Man Bellend. Do you remember that guy? <laughs> blocked him a long time. He listens to the show all the time and tweets in and slags me off. Uh-huh. And who does he... Slag me off too. Oh, Mike Graham, because he thinks we don't talk. Right. He's turned on Mike Graham. Oh, wow. Because Mike Graham has called out Tommy Robinson. Right. So Mike Graham is calling Mr Robinson a thug because his woke little lefty snowflake MSM bosses... That's Rupert Murdoch he's sure? referring to. Are you sure? ...are doing everything they can to bring down Sir Tommy. What? Mike... I had faith in you, sir. I thought you were a reasonable, balanced broadcaster, but it seems you're just a lefty. What? Mike Graham, (laughs) a lefty in disguise. Oh, well, you can't refute, you can't say you're not anything in disguise because you're in disguise. This is, this is where we're at. I was, um, this is where we're, we're at. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Yes. Oh, I didn't speak to someone before. I go straight through to you. You've gone straight through <laughs> to me. Yes, who is this, please? Oh, wow. It's Jen from Twitter. I just thought I'd say hi and that I'm enjoying the show tonight. Oh, is this Jen that says you're going to buy tickets yeah. to go and see Sarah? Correct. Jenny's yeah. great, right? <laughs> Je- Jenny's great because our friend Pete, who's doing that weird thing where he converts loads of VHS tapes mm-hmm. and who knows what he's going to find on there. And he posted, someone suggested to him he gets a, DV, a VHS to DVD converter All right. as it would Im- improve the quality of his things. And he just... He, he doesn't want to improve the quality, does he? I think he does. Okay. And he jokingly tweeted, don't suppose anyone's got one, have they? And I retweeted, because we've had success with thing, with old tech in the past, I retweeted saying, can anyone help with this? Jen, you got in touch with him. Are you going to sort him out a, D- a VHS to DVD converter? Yes, it's a recorder. Recorder. That's incredibly kind of you, mate. <laughs> That's all right. My pleasure. <laughs> uh, no, thank you so much. This is this is what I'm saying. There are nice people. Uh, he Pete put it out sort of as a joke, sort of you know, sixty percent tongue in cheek, forty percent fingers crossed. I know Catherine that you and I we've got an old 
VHS camcorder and we've got some other stuff that people have often lying around in a garage yeah. or a shed or a loft. And, and so I put it out and I've got some great followers saying, can anyone actually help? A few people suggested <laughs> a few things. And Jane got in touch saying, yeah, I've got one. Um, you, you can have it if, if you want it, if it's, you're going to use it. Which I, that, that's incredibly generous of you, Jen. Thank you. Oh, he's, he's really grateful. It's, it's my pleasure. It's, it's good to be good. It's nice to be nice, isn't it's, it? It's nice to be nice, as my mother would say. <laughs> um, and um, Pete, what Pete is doing is is weird and is wonderful and is great as a you know, and I love it. Um, well, thank you, Jen. We we haven't spoken before, have you? No, we've never spoken before. <laughs> okay, you're not gonna t you're not gonna turn weird like they all do, are you? No, I'm not weird. Are you sure? They all, they all, that's what I they say. I just wanted to say it was a good show, that's all. <laughs> they I've all, enjoyed it tonight. <laughs> they all turn weird at some point. <laughs> I'm sure you won't. I'm sure. So how long have you been listening for? Oh, God, years. I, I, when, I've been listening when you had that random guy, oh, what's his name? Uh, Got to narrow it down a little bit. Alan Caddick? Caddick, yeah. Many, many years ago, I don't know. I've been listening for about four, three years. Oh, nice one. Years. Okay, well, go on. <laughs> thank you so much for getting in touch. Go and enjoy Sarah's show. Know? You're going to have a great time. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> she, she's brilliant. The venue is great as well. That cabaret room. I mean, it, it was yeah. Neil Hamburger. We've seen there so many times. Um, but it's um, you'll have a wonderful time. Oh, thank you, Jen. Thank you so much for your help. You're welcome. With uh, with Pete, and thank you very much. Yeah, I just thought I'd say hi. Have a great evening, all of you. Nice one. Thank you. No, nice to meet nice people. Thank you, Jen. I really appreciate that. Uh, here they come, guys. Here they come, walking down the street. Get the funniest looks from everyone they meet. It's the Tommy supporters. Oh. Here they come. Not Nothing to... We're, yeah, it says... Uh, Is yeah. this in response to this spat? Yeah, we are... No, 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 no. Yeah, we are defending Tommy, because it's what most humane people would do, whether you agree with him or not. And that... Twitter user's name is Tommy Robinson is my hero GB. Okay. Okay. Wowzers. Just guys, this is this is not the show you are looking for. This is we are a nice little cult niche. He's, yeah, you're something that sounds like cult. Yeah, we know that cult, if you change the letter L to the letter N, you get we know that. We know. If people, anyone makes that joke, you're thick. We get it. Um, we are a nice, niche, little, fun cult show that celebrates the good, the weird, the wonderful, the small, the um, unheard, the joyous. We're going to talk about a dancing plague from 1518 in a minute. Did you hear about this? I've heard of yeah. it. We're going to talk about a dancing plague. So I don't want to talk about a racist may, who may or may not have got into a fight at a low-rent holiday camp. I don't want to, I don't want to get involved in that. I don't want to... We're going to talk about a dancing plague from 1518. So, please don't get in touch about that Muppet. You called him a Muppet. Yeah, it's free speech. It's free speech. Funny words. Funny words. Don't be, don't be triggered, Snowflake. Oh, it's 344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. Evenings with James Whale on Talk Radio. Why not join me, my friends? Listen to the wise words of the whale. James Whale. Well, I haven't got to be careful. I don't give a stuff one way or the other, to be honest with you. Evenings with James Whale. Weeknights from 7 on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So there was a... 
What the hell are you doing, man? This are you? What are you doing? What are you doing, Dylan? What are you doing? I'm not. By the way, when I get angry, I'm not really angry. But what are you doing, man? What are you watching? TikTok. <laughs> this is it. Broken Britain. Um, you're here with us for the week. Yes. Um, by the way, I, this is you, you've, you've picked the most relaxed show. We don't. If there's anybody getting angry, it's Catherine. Afterwards, she'll kick off. What? Um, no, we're the most relaxed show. And if there's any, you know, it's all theatre here and stuff. Um, uh, but is do you know? So you you're nearly fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what you want to do with your life yet? Have um, you got any ideas, or is it still a little bit of a mystery? So graphic design did interest me, but I, I did a week of graphic design with my dad, and it was really boring. <laughs> So, so I don't know, you know, I might have to... Something to do with art or design. Because the art... I mean, I don't know much about your dad's work. I've never been there. But quite often, you know, this could be considered like a fun job. And this is slightly different in that we don't work nine to five. But this bit's fun, right? This bit now is fun. I'm, my job is to try and make Catherine laugh. That's it. Yeah. If I make Catherine laugh, brilliant. If I make her fall out of her chair laughing, then we can all go home early. Um... The bits around the fun bits, really boring. You know, you've got boring meetings. We don't have too many. We're actually quite spoiled. But, you know, contract negotiations and boring meetings well, and, and talks about, what you know, legal, legals and things. And away from this show, the way I started out was in sort of more straight programmes. You know, we'll do, uh, for example, we would do interviews with politi local politicians and all these sort of things. And, you know, for the people that get to do the interviews, that's quite good fun at times. Yeah. But the people that set it up will tell you it's probably the worst shift they've ever done. So, you know, there are there are kind of shifts that people prefer and you kind of work your way through it and there are bits that people would find boring. So what I'm saying is I imagine the, the same thing would apply for your dads, but maybe in a sort of, you know, an elongated process, that the bits when you're creating and you're working with creative people and you're kicking around ideas and you're coming up with concepts and you're designing stuff and maybe that's not quite right, yeah. or you design something and the client goes, that is amazing, thank you, you're brilliant. That is must be the, 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 the buzz and the adrenaline and the stuff but I would imagine that there's also like loads of boring meetings sitting around yeah head scratching yeah and a lot of the days I was leaving the building at like 9pm wow yeah uh, it was a really busy time but actually. then also that's partly what work experience is about isn't it is um, thinking you'd like to do something then you go and see what it really is and go oh yeah, yeah maybe yeah. not yeah definitely most, most kids are working in like Tesco's right you know, because they couldn't find anywhere. Yeah, or... which is fine. You know, yeah, Tesco, yeah. I've worked in supermarkets and it's a valid job. Um, I'm not quite sure how work experience... What they, are they stacking shelves and stuff, do you think? Or are they Mo sitting in the office? Most likely, yeah. They'd, they'd be doing all the... <laughs> Well, yeah, you're very lucky that you've managed... Your dad does a creative business, uh, you know, and you're lucky that you, you managed to blag your way in here somehow. I don't know how. Um, uh, and hopefully you'll get something out of it. But I know that I, we had to jump through hoops to get you... In here, because your school was like, well, yeah, it finishes too late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't want you to come and do it. Yeah, my mum had to sign a form saying she's responsible for me for this, because if anything goes wrong, you know, we can sue them, you know, they lose all their money. But, but what is going to go... What I mean, yeah. listen, we have had... The first work experience kid that we had... He died, and that was just he one of those. He fell in the chocolate river. We don't know whether he died that's or not. We just never those, found him that's again. That's just one of those things. Okay, yeah. so when he died, we put in such tight precautions for the second one that we had. Yeah. 
So when she died, that had everyone she scratching She fell down their the head. egg shoe, didn't she? That's, everyone was scratching their head. And so when the third one came in... That was the bubble gum. We were confident that it was going to be fine. Now, they died. So yes, we have had three kids die on our watch, right? But you are number four, and I am confident that nothing can go wrong in this situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were just uh, cautious of the late hours, you know, all the dodgepots hanging around. Well, uh, yeah, I'm going to tell uh, you, you, you're... I don't know how you're getting in. That's up to you. But I'm taking you home and stuff. Yeah, so. no, I know that's all. I know that's all fine. But there's a lot of dodgepots around. Yeah, but Alex is fine. You know, we work with him a lot, and he's a great guy. <laughs> he's a great guy. Um, yeah. You're gonna um, after midnight when when the phone calls are a bit quiet, so you might not get any experience tonight. But but at midnight, Catherine's going to show you how to make hot drinks. It's a machine you Fun times. Uh, that's what real work experience is about. <laughs> <laughs> that's what real work experience is about. Um, and But after midnight, you're going to take calls, if that's okay with yeah. you. Alex, Alex, are you cool with that? Thank you very much indeed. Uh, you've been very kind as well, indulging us with this, Alex. So thank you, mate. Um, you're going to take phone calls. All good. Are you, and you prepared to do that? So let's practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Catherine's going to ring in. Doesn't make a noise. Do I have to make a noise? Just make the noise. Just do the thing. Ring, ring. Click on your name. Uh, hello, this is Talk Radio. Hello. Can I get through to Ian? So he hasn't really taught me how to do most of the stuff yet, but just eventually... Say, just say, just say, what's your name, please? What is your name, please? See, yeah, with something less of an attitude. Though. What's your name? It's, there we go, that's it's better. Susan. Well, now, if you hear that voice and that name... You say, no, you're not getting on because Ian dislikes you immensely. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so that, that was a bad example. Oh, okay. Should we do a different one? Hello, it's Chris from... Pot He's not getting on either. Oh, here's, here's another one. Hello, it's Jasmine. She's coming on. <laughs> what do you want to talk to Ian about? I can fix people's eyes. That's it, you go, yeah, fine. On, cool. See, here's the thing as well, on this show, because we let almost anyone on, we've got a few people that we don't, but... Yeah, yeah. Most, most radio shows, it'll be, hello, what's your name? Uh, Steve. All right, Steve, and what would you like to say to the presenter? I want to say, you know, I think the coronavirus is great. Okay, Steve, well, we'll give you a call back in a few minutes. Um, or, or, here's what they also do. Oh, why do you think, why do you think that? Oh, because I think that it's going to be brought in by, you know, on the back of, I don't know, dogs. Oh, could you start with that? Could yeah. you, when, when we bring it back? Coaching. But we, this show is so laid back, we don't bother. Hello, what's your name, Steve? I'll call oh, you back. We'll call you straight back. That's it. That's it. We don't need to know. There's, you know, we're just keen yeah, to yeah. chat to people. And also, any hint of any nonsense, pass it straight back to Alex. Alex is great at handling the nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with Alex, well, only recently, only since New Year's, but we, we worked together, I don't know, 14, 15 years ago at another radio station. I think they've closed down now, so uh, that's good. But we haven't got any phone calls, so this is all a moot conversation. It's we might not get any phone calls. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. So, I just saw this. Imani just tweeted this, uh, put this on her Facebook page. In July 1518, you know about this? Yeah. Residents of Strasbourg... Strasbourg? Yes. Is that right? Strasbourg. Okay. I honestly didn't know what she said when she said mayonnaise. Wow. She missed out like three of the syllables. Yeah. She's, she's American. Yeah, I know. She's American. Residents of the city of Strasbourg were struck by a sudden and seemingly uncontrollable urge to dance. Let me, um, right, let's just, we need to get some, now what we can do here is theatre of the mind, is now we can try and create an image. So, let's try and get some music that they were probably playing um, around that time. Okay, I so. Do my hair no, they weren't playing that. They weren't playing that. Okay. Um, so let's get some, I'm going to type in ye oldie music. And I'm expecting 
That kind of vibe, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, kind of uh, imagining. Here we go. Let's let's see. So I've typed in ye oldie music, but done on lute and flute. A root of toot toot is what I'm expecting. Here we go. Yes. Perfect. There we go. It's exactly what I got. Right. Okay, fine. So. What do you think of the accent as well? In July of 1518, in the city of Strasbourg, residents were struck... I can't keep that up. Why are you going Scottish? Because it's, it's like I'm telling an old folk tale. Mm. Think, um, do you remember John Hurt in The Storyteller? Do that. No. What? Sorry? Don't you? I'm a storyteller. No, he was the one where... It was a Jim Henson thing. No, sounds rubbish. You talk like this. Jim Henson is rubbish. Come on. In, in July 1518, residents of the city of Strasbourg were struck by a sudden... It's too long. It sounds like Howard Hughes. ...were struck by a sudden <laughs> and seemingly uncontrollable urge to dance. The hysteria kicked off when a woman known as Frau Trophia stepped into the street and began to silently twist, twirl and shake. She kept up her solo dance-a-thon for nearly... This is from the History Channel. For nearly a week. And before long, some three dozen other Strasbourgeois had joined in. By August, the dancing epidemic had claimed as many as 400 victims. With no other explanation for the phenomenon, local physicians blamed it on hot blood. We've all had hot blood. We used to have a lot of hot blood in the late 90s. And suggested the afflicted simply gyrate the fever away. Dance it out. A stage was constructed. Well, this just sounds like they're taking the mitt now. <laughs> a stage was constructed. If you're going to do that, you can entertain us all. And professional dancers were brought in. They even hired a band to provide backing music. But it wasn't long before the marathon started to take its toll. Toll. Many dancers collapsed from sheer exhaustion. Some even died from strokes and heart attacks. The strange episode didn't end until September, when the dancers were whisked away to a mountaintop shrine to pay for absolution. This, I want to see a film of this starring Leonardo DiCaprio. The Strasbourg dancing plague might sound like the stuff of legend, but it's well documented in 16th century historical records. It's also not the only known... This music is awful. <laughs> it's also not the only known incident of its kind. Similar manias took place in uh, Switzerland, Deutschland and Holland. Though, a few, though few were as large or as deadly as the one triggered in 1518. The theories? Um, magic mushrooms? People were nuts. They thought it was magic, magic mushrooms, mass hysteria. Uh, a really religious cult, stress-induced hysteria, or just idiots from the olden days who didn't have like playstations and stuff, so Tellies. were bored. Didn't yeah. have telly, so they danced themselves to death. We've or all the, done something. Or similar. their jam came on, you know. The could, what? Their jam could have been their favourite song. <laughs> <laughs> on the oldie Spotify. The oldie TikTok. <laughs> oh, sir, uh, lady, I believe this is our jam. <laughs> I prithee, will you? <laughs> Three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Online, on DAB, and on the Talk Radio app. Talk Radio. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.